You're listening to Talking Taiwan with your host, Felicia Lin. While in Taipei, we were able to meet up with Jilong City Councilor Jio Chang, who's been a guest in episodes 149, 156, and 174. We spoke about the recent announcement that Daniel Hong Kuo-yu of the Kuomintang had become the Speaker of the Legislative Yuan and Bi Kim-shao's role as Vice President of Taiwan. Just yesterday, it was announced that Daniel Hong Kuo-yu is going to be the Speaker of the Legislative Yuan in Taiwan, and I just thought I would like to ask you about what your thoughts are on that. Well, I thought that it's almost inevitable that Hong Kuo-yu will become the Speaker because the KMT has hosts the majority in the House. And it's a pity that we didn't get the uh, support from the TPP to be able to get any seat, either the Speaker or the Deputy Speaker. But in any case, it's already set in stone on the election day that we don't have a majority. We just hope that on the brighter side of things, Hangui, although you know you may hate him, you may dislike him, but he was nurtured and came out as one of those um, more traditional politicians. So he's someone you can negotiate with. If he is who he is uh, on the surface, that means uh, there will be a lot of compromises in the House, of course, but it's not like nothing can be done. I'm sure we can work some way, work out some ways with Han Kuo-yu, the Speaker of the House, in the future. But what's sad is that we are not going to, probably not going to see a lot of good policies uh, proposed by President Lai that it will be implemented 100%. That's probably not going to happen a lot. And we hope that in the coming four years, any policy debate, we can differentiate them into the domestic ones and the ones that deals with the foreign and cross-strait relations, because that's where the, the difference of opinions are really clashing. And I hope that we can minimize that and we can maximize on the domestic policies that we can all agree on. Although it's difficult for me to imagine the KMT and TPP would be reasonable in their disagreement on these policies. On the campaigns and from my experience, they will usually still resort back to just pure political fighting. And I hope we can see less of that and more substantial policy debate. We also spoke about whether as Vice President, Bi Kim Shao will be able to do as effective of a job with foreign relations as she has done as Taiwan's ambassador to the U.S. I think Vice President Xiao would have two different periods of her performance as far as diplomacy is concerned. I think for the first two years, she will do an even better job than before because as an ambassador to the U.S., she has built up such a credential and a network of U.S. politicians and think tanks and all that, right? And so as the vice president, she's almost like uh, cashing in the checks she's written over the years. So for the first period of her vice presidency, she might be doing an even better job or be able to exercise her expertise in diplomacies in that regard. But things will wear down in time because she will not be able to travel as much. 
and the important figures and all that, they will have to communicate with her either indirectly or they will have to come to see her, right? And that would be welcomed, but it, it wouldn't be as often as we would like it to be as compared to her being in the ambassador and she can always visit the Capitol Hill as, as she likes, right? So in time, she will be more limited. So the first two years might be the golden time. And then the later two years, not so much. So I think the point is to have a really good team of diplomats to the U.S. And this time around, these people would have to be super trusted by President Lai and Vice President Xiao that they can keep keep up the work that the Ambassador Xiao has done and, and even outperform her if possible. But like I said, it's really hard to replicate another successful ambassador Shamaichi. So I, that that's my take on it. And I think being the president and the vice president of Taiwan, that is always the case. So I think Shamaichi will be able to pull it through. Uh, but there are still other variables like the U.S. presidential elections and also the House. But of course, Xiaomei has already had a very good foundations in both parties in the U.S., so she might be able to do that. And I think the U.S. is also counting on her to lay that foundation for the whole four years. It doesn't really matter if it's the Democratic administration or the Republicans. This is, as far as U.S. is concerned, I understand it. It's a bipartisan. And I think they are all in the agreement that Xiaomei is the person that they can work either as an ambassador or as a vice president. And I'm very sure President Knight will give her very high level authority. But on the brighter side of things, President Tsai Ing-wen is stepping down. And President Tsai Ing-wen and her team of national security advisors and all that, some of them will be freed from the routine obligations of the presidential office. That means a lot of them get to travel around. A lot of them get to, uh, you know, work the hives like busy bees, you know. So uh, there is hope. And I think it's it's quite a bright uh, future if you look at it that way. For example, what is President Tsai going to do and what is she going to be after she steps down as a president? I would say if I could decide, I would have appointed her to, to be the, uh, an ambassador of Taiwan and travel around the world spreading the, the Taiwan cause, right? She's not a president anymore. So there shouldn't be that much fuss. Of course, it's going to still be a lot of fuss, but not the incumbent ones, right? So she might be able to pull a lot of things that she couldn't do as the president, but still she has to be trusted by President Lai and Vice President Xiao for this kind of work. I don't know if they're going to do that, but if that happens, that would be just the best outcome. I've been speaking with Geelong City Councilor Jio Chang about some of the recent political developments here in Taipei, Taiwan. So what are you waiting for? To support the Talking Taiwan election tour, visit TalkingTaiwan.com forward slash support or share this episode with a friend. Now it's time for you to show us some love. Rate us on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Audible, leave us a review there. It helps others to discover Talking Taiwan. 
To learn more about any of the items mentioned in this episode, visit our website, TalkingTaiwan.com. There we'll list any related links. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Taiwan. I'm your host, Felicia Lin. Talking Taiwan is brought to you by Forumosa.com.